Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 225, How to Not Raise a Bully, by Angela Bergman with FamilyOptimized.com. Hola, I hope you're having a great week. Today's Friday, so if you're not, at least it's the end of the week. For those of you who may be new here, I'm your host, Joss Marie, and this is the show where we try and bring you some of the best relationship content out there. Today, I have a parenting post from Angela Bergman that actually follows up to her original article regarding bullies that I narrated back in episodes 49 and 50, just in case you'd like a refresher on that one first. And with that, I'm going to get right to it and start optimizing your life. How to Not Raise a Bully by Angela Bergman with FamilyOptimized.com If I asked you to give me some tips on how to raise a mean kid, I'm guessing you'd probably have the following two reactions. First, you'd ask me why in the world I'd want to know how to raise a mean kid. I know, I know. Bear with me for a second. Then again, maybe you'd be totally offended because I asked you this question. Then you'd probably tell me that mean kids come from dysfunctional or abusive homes. You tell me that mean kids usually don't have any good role models and perhaps they had been abused, neglected, or bullied themselves. In theory, I'd agree with you on both points, just to be clear. But, speaking to the second point now, is this always the case? Are mean kids, bullies, and jerks always the products of dysfunctional homes? I thought about the kids who bullied my son when he was four and five years old. I knew the families, and I knew their child's misbehavior wasn't the result of abuse or neglect. In fact, I considered these parents to be good. That kind of threw that theory out the window, and in doing so, I was left with my own doubts. Am I raising a bully? I've since questioned my own parenting abilities. I mean, I do my best to raise my children not to be mean. I know you do too. But when it comes down to it, there are no guarantees that our kids won't end up being a jerk in someone else's life. So what am I teaching my kids? How am I doing my part to reduce the risk they'll end up bullying someone else? One of my biggest goals as a parent is to raise a human being who will not only avoid being the instigator, but also refuses to join in while others tease, torture, or humiliate a classmate. I want to know that my children will not only walk away from mean people rather than retaliating, but I also want them to stand up for the underdog instead of leaving them to fend for themselves. My goal is more than raising my children to not be mean. I want to raise them to be people with tender hearts who can't stand it when they see other people in pain. And this can be easier said than done with some kids. Teach emotional intelligence. Some children are naturally tender-hearted. 
quick to step in to help someone out, and would rather fall down a set of stairs than hurt someone else's feelings. But we know that not all children are like this. Most of my five children aren't naturally like this, but of course, it depends on the specific situation they're in. So what can we teach our children to increase their chances of being kind and caring and lessen their chances of turning out to be a bully? I kind of stumbled upon the idea of emotional intelligence by accident. Even though I'd had little chats with my kids when I'd asked them, how do you think your brother felt when you told him he was stupid and ugly? It didn't seem to make as much of an impact as when I began to talk about other people's stories. I hate subs. It all began when one of my children came home from school upset because he had a substitute teacher for the day. The substitute teacher was, quote, mean. The substitute teacher didn't let him do what he normally did. The substitute teacher was the worst teacher in the world. He hated the substitute. I listened for a while, and then I told him that being a substitute teacher was hard. I knew it was hard because I had heard the horror stories my mom told me when she was a substitute teacher. I told my child, imagine how you would feel walking into a room of 25 people you didn't know and you were expected to be in charge but you had no idea what was going on. I went on from there, prompting him to think about what it was like for the substitute that morning when he or she had answered the call to come in. How would it feel if you had been that last-minute teacher and a bunch of kids you didn't know anything about started acting difficult, rolling their eyes and cracking their knuckles as soon as they saw you walk in the door? just because you were a substitute teacher. I told him about the times my peers would tell me that they hated my mom. Why? Because she was a substitute teacher. Sure, she wasn't like the usual teacher, but she was doing the best she could under the circumstances. I didn't hate her. I liked having my mom as a substitute teacher, even in junior high. Clearly, I was not a normal teenager. Learning to give the benefit of the doubt. This form of imaginary storytelling can spill over beyond school. When you see a homeless person or someone else who is clearly not having a good day, you can use it as an opportunity to talk to your child about what might have happened. What if that homeless person had once been a successful businessman who was the victim of fraud? Maybe he got sick, couldn't go to work, lost his job, and lost his home. We don't know his story, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt and assume begging on the streets was not his first career choice. When I'm at the store and someone rudely pushes their shopping cart in front of mine as I get into line at the checkout, I shrug my shoulders. What if that person had had a really bad day and they're in a rush to get home? Maybe their car had a flat tire. Maybe they have a sick child and they're in a rush. There are a thousand possible stories you can create that allow the other person some grace. Because everyone has days. We don't always have to know why someone acts the way they do in order to get over their rude behavior but I know it helps. Even when we don't know their story, because we usually don't, we can still give them the benefit of the doubt. Teaching our children to take a step back and not always take things at face value will help them become more tolerant of other people's annoying behavior. So, does teaching our kids to give someone else the benefit of the doubt actually work? I'm not saying it's a guarantee that if you practice this with your child, they'll be the next Mother Teresa. Trust me, if it worked like that, my children would be saints. But they're not. Not even close. Love you! I can't even guarantee you that they won't make fun of someone else at school. But it's a tool I continue to use because I believe it helps my kids learn to give other people a measure of grace. It's a tool that will someday hopefully make each of them stop and say, Ah, that's what my mom was talking about. 
I think that's what we parents all want to hear someday, isn't it? You just listened to the post titled, How to Not Raise a Bully, by Angela Bergman with FamilyOptimized.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I know I've said this like three dozen times already, but as a first-time mom, I love hearing a wide range of perspectives on parenting, so this is actually the content I look most forward to narrating every week. And if you also enjoy listening to parenting posts, just a little FYI that we actually try to keep them towards the end of the week in order to keep things organized. So if you'd like to hear more of them in the future, you can subscribe and get our posts delivered directly to you daily. So thanks for all your support. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And remember to come on back again next week, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.